This is the Florida Spectacular Podcast, celebrating the Sunshine State. Here are your hosts, Kathy Celestri and John Kyle. Find Kathy on Twitter and Instagram at Kathy Celestri and online at greatfloridaroadtrip.com. Find John on Instagram at Don't Make Me Turn This Van Around and online at Don't Make Me Turn This Van Around.com. Now, discover a Florida you never knew existed. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to this week's edition of the Florida Spectacular. I'm one of your hosts, Kathy Celestri, and joining me today, of course, is John Kyle, the other one of your hosts. Um, hello. So just, hello. Uh, just a little tiny. Uh, warning for anybody about to listen to this podcast. John and I have already exhibited that we're a little scattered this morning. So uh, this podcast we has, a, we have, we we did, we did five minutes on Brazilian pepper and kitchens before we even started uh, the podcast. This is true, but yeah, but that was just to get, that was just a, you know how actors warm up, you know, improv, you know, they do like a little, you know, that was just, you know. That was just that was our opening act. I get it. I get yeah, it. We were like the comedian who comes out before Pink Floyd. Right, right. We're our own warm up act. Uh, so today we are talking about this phenomenon in Florida um, that we have of naming our coasts, naming parts of the state based on what we think the coast of that state is famous for. Is that a good way to describe it, John? I'm not even sure. Yeah, you know, I would sort of, I would liken it to, you know, like when. When you turn on the local news when you're traveling and they're like, yeah, and here's the weather in the tri-state area. It's always tri. It's never the bi-state. It's never the quad state. It's the tri. It's the tri-county. But here in Florida, um, you turn on the local news and you might find you're getting, here's your Treasure Coast traffic. Here's your whatever coast weather. Here's your, you know, we serve the entire surf coast you know so every coast because florida is a lot of coast um has to have their own little name to get people to think of them special right right so so while you're there what is the treasure coast let's preview the whole thing okay right so okay i, I did a wikipedia on florida's coasts and so this is the authority right so the first coast is the first coast, right? And that well, so is first coast meaning what? Um, the first coast is the coast up by Jacksonville, uh, Fernandina, and I and St. Augustine. And I guess they're the first coast because that's the first city, the first you know place that people came to Florida. Not people, European European people. Uh, and so they have named themselves the first coast. It's also the first coast if you're heading south on 95 or US 1, right? Yes, but if you're headed south on 95 or US 1 and you hit the coast, you've gone too far. Just want to point that out. At no point do our roads go into the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. A lot so of weird as things a, happen as a here, preview but not that. Of, of all the coasts. So if you're turning on the podcast, you're like, I wonder which they're going to talk about my coast or the coast I visit. First we coast are. up there. There is the now defunct Surf Coast is listed on here. That was what a name that Daytona chose for itself in the 70s. There's the Space Coast, which uh, the Space Coast is the, the area where the Space Center is. There's and the that Treasure always Coast. reminds me, wait, 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 wait. That oh, always okay, reminds me of the Great Space Coaster. You remember right. that show? 
Right. Yes, I but can't Wikipedia, hear that without Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Wikipedia makes no such reference. No, I get it. No, they, but they disambiguated between space ghost because we would not want to, you know, get confused ah. space coast with space ghost um, cartoon show. Um, below the space coast is the treasure coast, which is apparently where the Spanish fleet lost a treasure in 1715 or something. Then there's the Gold Coast, which is Miami and Fort Lauderdale, which apparently found the treasure. Um, and then they list the Paradise Coast um, as the Naples area. Um, there's the Cultural Coast, which is one I had not heard of, which is around Sarasota. There's the Florida Sun Coast, which I was like, ah, that sounds like where we live. I hadn't thought of, we were talking about this before, where are we in St. Pete and Clearwater area? And we were just like, well, this is the Gulf Coast, but uh, they're also the Sun Coast. And that is a term we do use here. Then kind of coming up around to the, the rest of the Gulf, we have the Nature Coast, which would be like um, Citrus County, Hernando, um, where Crystal River and all that good stuff is. There's the Big Bend, um, which is kind of like that armpit of Florida which Kathy says is not, has no coast. Um, there's the forgotten coast. It doesn't coast. have beaches. Let's put it that way. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. And then there's the forgotten coast, which is like Apalachicola area. Then there's the, and I guess that goes into like Panama city, maybe a little bit. And then there's the Emerald coast, which is the gleaming uh, beaches of the panhandle down to Pensacola. So those are the coasts we're going to talk about. I don't know where you want to start. You want to start with the treasure coast since we, Already well, I mean, I, I, think, I think we should start with the first coast because the otherwise coast, right. it's just oh, an course. insult to the name, right? Yeah, right. I mean, it, it is That's the first true. coast. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, oh, well, we'll get to the Gulf Coast, but the first coast, of <laughs> course, uh, you know, it, it's a very interesting part of the state. Like, I love it. I love Northeast Florida. I know you do too, John. You go there, um, your wife's family hails from that area, but it's, um, I, I remember the first coast, the real first part of the first coast is Fort Clinch State Park. And um, I was there in September and I remember being in the water in my bathing suit one day, went to, went into the camper, got out the next day, put my bathing suit back on. I'm like, I'm just going to go take a little early morning dip and maybe take a walk on the beach. And I made it three steps outside and I'm like, and I'm going to go get a sweater because it was fall like that. It, it actually turned to fall, which a lot of the Southern coast, you don't have that. You'll have cold snaps, mm -hmm. but it actually, um, it feels North. I mean, it feels like the deep South, but it's also, it starts to feel Northern. Um, what, what do you think of the first coast moniker as a, uh, from a branding standpoint, like you're, you're, uh, an Ohioan who's like, Oh, the so first I, coast. That sounds like a place I want to go. Does that does that it say sounds like a credit where union? No, it sounds like a credit yeah, union. Does. First coast. There probably is a first coast credit union. Um, there probably maybe should be our maybe they should be sponsor. our sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> we always uh, yeah. First Coast or, Community you know, Credit Union. There you go. Uh, See? That, you're listening that's in actually Northeast what, Florida. That's actually what Northeast Florida is named after, is named after the credit union. You know, there. honestly, you joke, but I'm glad we're not naming coasts like we've started naming sports stadiums. Like, well, I can yeah. just picture, well, you know, the 1-800-ASK-GARY coast we or something like that. We would change it every, every few years. Well, it's funny you mention that because um, one of the coasts listed on here was the Surf Coast, which apparently Daytona tried to 
hang on themselves in the 70s, um, but it didn't stick. Um, so, uh, you know, these names are not permanent, is, is all I'm saying. No, 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 no. It also, um, First Coast, I mean, so if you're going to go there, um, go what there. you're going to find, if you travel there, if you're in Ohio planning your trip, you're probably not going to go there because you're going to come down 75 if you don't fly and you're going to end up on the left side of the state. But if you do go, say you're in New York and you're planning your trip to the first coast, um, you know, there's, there's St. Augustine, of course, and we've talked about that, but there's also Amelia Island, Fernandina beach, America's beach, which is a uh, historically black beach, the setting for sunshine state, a great movie. Um, and, and it's just such a pretty part of the state. And I can't say that necessarily about every coast we're going to talk about today. But I mean, if you had to sum up the first coast yeah. in one word and it wouldn't be first, John, what, what would the word be? Um, I would say it's, it's more like the low country of South Carolina. So maybe it's not one word, but, but it is a much more um, Southern place um, in the, in the you know, regional sense, as opposed to like what you would think of as a classic Florida beach, although their beaches are, um, perfectly uh, Florida-ish um, and Jacksonville. Perfectly serviceable, um, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, They're great beaches. Um, so wonderful. And they do I, have I, surf there. And I would and I would say they kind of bleed down. When you go down to the next area, the Space Coast, you do start to lose that southernness and you start to become more of your Florida motel, hotel, tourist coast, right? Yeah. I mean, there's, so that's the thing about Fernandina, um, St. August, even St. Augustine, if you want a hotel on the beach, it's not going to be as predominant as it is right. in other parts, uh, other coasts. But I agree with you. I, I would say Golden Isles, low country is how I think of that part of the state. It reminds right. me of an extension of that. And it's an arbitrary, right. it's an arbitrary boundary that it's not, um, considered the Golden Isles or, or low yeah. country because it really, you know, it's, it did, we should do a whole podcast on the war of Jenkins year sometime because that's, that's an interesting one, but that does uh, have to that'll, do with why we have that boundary. It's for sure. That would be a, it's a great war and it's a funny war. I mean, other than, you know, the guy who lost an ear and the people who died anyway. Um, so, you know, there's another name um, for the first coast, according to Wikipedia, it's the historic coast, but I guess that didn't look as good on yeah. a, on a, on a, like it's, a t-shirt. Yeah. It also didn't work for the credit union either. So, no. yeah. Gotcha. But right. the, so the alternative name for the space coast down there is, um, is interesting according to Wikipedia. I saw this. Yes. <laughs> which is probably not what they would want on your marketing brochure was the mosquito coast. I don't think, I mean, just me think of a Harrison Ford movie and you know, I'm a Harrison Ford. Yeah. Fan. Um, I, I did but, not know that, but, but you know, who isn't? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm, you know, everybody has a list. You remember the episode oh, of friends? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Harrison Ford and Jason Alexander are the only two on my list. That's interesting. That's, <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, there's 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 no middle ground there really yeah i'm gonna just it's it's a short list <laughs> you um, know the, we we could talk about the cheesy motels of daytona and i actually don't hang out i daytona love much, the cheese but, i love daytona yeah and I, not you know, for why you think not for why i think okay well <laughs> why I mean, do you I think i think you love it well no i mean I'm, everybody's gonna think oh well daytona you know daytona 500 and 
uh, you can drive on the beach. Those are all the things I hate about Daytona. I love okay. Daytona because it has just this really interesting subculture. Um, first of all, it has the oldest operational hotel in Florida, and I've stayed in it. Um, and it's it's a Motel Six, but uh, okay. No, <laughs> isn't I think it's called the Plaza. Um, but yeah, the Plaza. Wow. Surprised they uh, haven't was, been sued by the plaza. Well, they were there first. <laughs> ah, there you um, go. <laughs> oldest hotel in Daytona is um, it's right on US One or A One A. I'm sorry, and uh, I stayed there. Um, it's called the Plaza Resort and Spa, and I stayed there. And uh, they were, you know, very apologetic. We have some construction. We're going to give you know we're giving everybody a, a discount off the rooms. I was there. I was speaking at um, I was speaking on a Florida topic shocking and so i'm like oh, time cool, that's great. you were you, you were know. selling times <laughs> go to hell um, <laughs> so they gave me money off for the construction noise well of course by the time i check in the construction's done for the day and i'm leaving the next morning but it was also bike week i'm like that's really more annoying than yeah, than yeah. you know but at daytona um that area has bethune cookman used to be a bethune beach there that was another historically black beach and um I don't know if they still do this, but I went there in college for spring break and they had different prices if you didn't have a Volusia County driver's license. And I thought that was, oh, I mean, I was, interesting. I, I was bummed that I had to pay the higher price, but I'm like, that's brilliant. Why don't we do this everywhere in Florida? Wow. Um, that That's yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I like that. Um, yeah. You know, that there's a often overlooked area. There is the, um, the, the Canaveral, is it the Canaveral National Seashore or what yes. is it? I mean, you want to talk about, you want to know what Florida looked like um, before um, Europeans arrived. It's a barrier island that is enormous and it's wild and there's surf and it's, you know, it's just, uh, it, it hasn't been built on and it's right by the, um, the space center there. And in an odd way, having a, the, the Space Center there uh, has really preserved a huge chunk of Florida wild um, because, you know, you don't want tourists staying next to the launch pad. Um, so there's a huge area that is uh, relatively untouched uh, that you can get to, visit by car, go to the beach um, and <laughs> bring a picnic because there's nothing out there. Um, it's, it's beautiful. I'll tell you, um, I was at most of the best part of my undergrad, let's put it that way, because I actually went to three different schools to get a, to get my first degree. The best part <laughs> of my undergrad, I did at UCF and uh, Canaveral Seashore was about a mile or I'm sorry, an hour from the dorm room. And so we would go out there quite a bit. And, um, you know, there's a nude beach there, right? I did not. Yes, uh, play Linda Beach, and it is. Um, I don't know, Linda is a player. <laughs> I don't know if it's technically uh, or legally a nude beach, but yeah. it is still considered a nude beach. It is, um, when I was in college, the rules were that if you made a problem of it and the police were called right. there would there would be either an arrest or a fine but i think the, the they just kind of look the other way um so we would go out there um 
to the seashore. We go out there and I just, we were at Playlinda beach once and uh, the shuttle was on the launch pad. And it just, I was, I was struck by the symbolism of that moment with, um, you know, cause nude beaches are mostly men in my experience. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, it was, yeah. well, you know, it's like, uh, it's like that scene in Euro trip, Chica, Chica. I don't know if you ever saw that movie. Um, uh, they get to a nude beach. And, yeah. It's, it's, um, but yeah, so there's, there's a, it's kind of an unofficial nude beach, but I mean, if you Google nude beach, play Linda, you'll get trip advisor reviews. Um, it is on one of the nine best uh, nude beach vacations in Florida, oh, which I didn't. One of the top there's nine a, best. <laughs> the, the we didn't want to go with ten. So. List for everything right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, list. So, but yeah, that's sell. So Canaveral National Seashore though is beautiful. It really yeah. is, and um, you're right. The, the space program has preserved it. There's also. Um, so there's a couple of things in Coco that if you're going to go, you should not miss. And of course, there's the original Ron John, which is just massive. Um, I don't surf. I have. Um, I, I I just don't surf. Let's put it that way. Grew, I grew up on the non-surf coast and right. there was no reason to surf. Um, but uh, there's that Ron John. It is cool because they have scat. They have statues outside of it of prominent skaters and surfers and yeah. then um i dream of genie lane which is by laurie wilson park in uh, uh coco beach the city of coco beach because i dream of genie was set here too right. Uh, right and um yeah there's an air force base out there uh i guess barbara eden and larry hagman went out there once for like a reunion or something like that it was a big deal so it should be called the i dream of genie coast really um uh, because yeah. you know uh, and you know, that's one places. of those shows that didn't really, you know, stick around and, and they didn't get its, you know, they didn't make like a, a, a movie in the nineties of it, you know, like they did with all the other mo- shows, you know, where they made a Brady. Maybe they should. Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Ooh, we maybe do. we should do that, John. <laughs> Here we go. I'll write the screenplay. That's um, great. So moving south um, so that this doesn't become a 90-minute uh, or three-parter, um, we have the Treasure Coast, so named so because you can tell us. Well, I didn't freeze. <laughs> so let's talk about where the Treasure Coast goes from where to where. Okay. I and that'll help like people understand. South of Daytona, so it's on the East Coast still. Um but north of like West Palm. So it's kind of like that Vero Beach, Fort Pierce, I guess, right? Uh, yeah, so it's, there. yeah, it's Indian River County, which is Vero Beach, yeah. St. Lucie County and Martin County. So yeah. um, there is uh, the McClarty Treasure Museum on A1A by yeah. the Treasure Coast. And it talks about uh, a... I, you know, so my history here on this, I can't believe that what the guide was telling us is accurate, but I do remember what the guide told us, the treasure museum. There was um, not one, not two, but three shipwrecks that were carrying a dowry for some, I don't know, Spanish princess or something in the 1500s. And I mean, Three times the ship went down in this area. I just think the marriage might not have been meant to be. Yeah. 
Um, but there well, is Wikipedia there's a, says it was seventeen fifteen, but um, you know, so, like so I said, sometimes these tour guides are not doing right. their own research. You know, and Wikipedia I mean, is also not primary research. Fifteen hundreds. I mean, Saint Augustine was what fifteen sixty five, so they don't have much time to uh, to you know load up a dowry and, and lose it in Florida um, for it to be the fifteen hundreds. So I'm just gonna say that. Our, our bogus story may even have a bogus date in it. So, um, well, but, well I mean, how do you feel now, about it? Again? Go ahead. Well, I mean, it's um, it's now, I think, part of the Sebastian Inlet Museum or something like that. Yeah. I think uh, it might have been, it may have been um, a privately run museum. I know Sebastian Inlet State Park, which is huge for fishing. And it's also the closest yeah. I've ever been accidentally to a manatee. Um, but I think, I think it's, um, it's a good name. It's not really where there, I mean, one, two or three shipwrecks doesn't really make it a treasure coast. There <laughs> is another coast that is really more of the treasure coast, but we're going to yeah. get to that. Um, you the, know, but the interesting thing about that area to me is it's like, you know, people talk about Florida beaches and places you visit in Florida. It's kind of like, you go, oh, we went to Daytona or we went to West Palm or Fort Lauderdale. That in-between area, like even as a Floridian, I'm still like, it's kind of like 60, State Road 60 comes across, it comes in there. And there's that goes to Vera, yeah. Yeah, kind of this collection of towns that I've never, I've, ne- I've visited Fort Pierce once. Um, I've never met anybody from there. I've never met anybody who moved there. It's sort of invisible to me. It's sort of like, it should be, to me, that maybe should be the forgotten coast. Um, no, I mean, it's true, but it's really cool because first of all, Vero Beach um, is a very cool. Well, no. So during the pandemic, before we had a, a camper, we were in between the class B and the trailer. We wanted to go celebrate our anniversary something. So we looked at Airbnbs where we could go somewhere and not be in touch with other people. We found a place to stay in Vero Beach that was above a horse farm. Huh. There, there's farms. Oh, yeah. And horse horse farms on Vero Beach. I mean, it, it's the city of Vero Beach. Okay, so it's not right on the water. Um, right. Carl Hyacin lives in Vero Beach. Gloria Estefan has a hotel and restaurant in Vero Beach. Um, it's it's really a fascinating community. Um, and the Costa Este is really a nice hotel, by the way. Um, if you're into it's right on the water, it's gorgeous. Quaint little downtown. I hate that word quaint. Um, St. Lucie. <laughs> Um, St. Lucie, you know, the only thing I really can say about St. Lucie with authority is that they have an established colony of red rumps ranchers that live in the citrus groves there. Oh, fun. I mean, spiders get a bad rap, but they're, they are um, apparently not native to Florida, whatever that word means. Um, they, they got <laughs> transplanted over with something and they were, and the only thing I read about it when I was doing some research on the area is that it a citrus worker discovered it. And I'm just thinking about, oh, that poor man. That, <laughs> that is, is not what you want to see when you're out in the middle of the field with, you know, no way back home readily, yeah. right? Um, there's great I, I, have to, I have to stop for a second because I'm, I'm mad at myself because the, the, the greatest piece of trivia that I found in my research on the Space Coast was that when when pagers and fax machines were taking off and all the phone numbers were running out and they had to get new area codes, the Space Coast jumped on getting 321 yes. as their 
their um, area code, which because I three two one blast off three two one blast off, and and apparently also Daytona jumped on fun as their area code three eight six I think it is so it is three eight six um, yeah so wow yeah, I'm sorry I that's, didn't bring that up in a timely manner we should we'll have okay. to fix that in in, the, in post we should do um <laughs> we should. Rather than that, we should actually go back and do more in-depth podcasts on each of these areas because well, I want to say more about the Treasure Coast, but we've got to get to the next no, coast. Which we have to we have to focus on on are these names indicative of the area? Do they do they work from a marketing standpoint? You know, I well, mean, you know who it, the Treasure Coast works, I think, because yeah. you know it sounds like oh, it's a treasure to go there. Yeah, you're going to yeah, learn all about like, this stuff. Something but, happening there. It was kind of a dick move because there are more shipwrecks that can be found on the reefs off the Gold Coast, which I feel like um, that's the next coast, right? The Gold Coast, which yeah. is you know southeast. But Florida. nobody it was, calls it the Gold. I mean, nobody calls Miami and Fort Lauderdale and South Beach Fort Lauderdale. Nobody who calls it the Gold Coast. They, well, so here's they don't call it the Gold Coast. No, Their tourism but, you know, council probably doesn't call it the Gold Coast. But it's like a they, a, a word they might have used in in the seventies mafia days or something. Maybe I don't know. It's in Frommers. Um, <laughs> well, there you go. But I mean, it's it, it was a it was really a jerky thing for the um, Treasure Coast to do because. If you want to scuba and go for treasure, you're going to want to do it in Southeast Florida. You're going to want to do it in the Gold Coast. And what they mm-hmm. did, they took Treasure Coast. And, and so, like, West Palm has to take, okay, we'll be the Gold Coast. But, I mean, there's silver. There are other things. There's treasure that people find there. And yeah. when I hear Gold Coast, I think about the 80s, like, the big gold chains. Yeah. And yeah. It's just, it was unfortunate. Um, and I, I actually... Um, I see a lot about the Gold Coast when I look online, but you know, you if you go online and go um, visit Gold Coast, it it's no, it's destination Gold Coast, but that's Australia. See, that's the <laughs> right, other thing okay. is you have to be careful yeah, it's with a these too names. Generic, yeah, yeah, you got to pick a name that um, is going to get you to Florida. I mean, how many yeah. people thought they were going to Miami and you know ended up in Queensland? I mean, yeah. well, yeah, certainly so. now coming around, you know, with, when you, you know, we, well, it's, we, we don't need to talk about the keys. They don't have a coast name. The keys are all coast. We get, we get a, a little weird. There's some names that I don't really like Naples as the paradise coast, Sarasota as the cultural coast. I feel like these are reaching. What do you, what do you think? Of these? So, so something happened. Um, and we were like, we um, forgot to name our coast. <laughs> well, no. So the area where we live, John, the, the, yes. the Gulf coast, right. uh, I'm, I'm going to call the sun coast, but it, you know, they call it the Gulf mm-hmm. coast, like Gulf yeah. coast beaches. I mean, yeah, Gulf coast. and That's we've true. really That's branded, true. we've branded the hell out of it. And just the pomposity of us to do that. That was, what did I say to you last night? That's some big dick energy. Like we've got the yeah. Gulf coast going from Pensacola down to the Everglades, and we've got like the Tampa well, never Bay area going. Uh, Alabama, Mississippi, and, and Texas, Texas, right? And, and Mexico. <laughs> basically, you've got Pinellas County saying, 
screw the rest of you. We're the Gulf Coast. The Gulf and Coast. I'm like, wow, that is just, that is just really yeah. harsh. Well, like, you there know, should I mean, be, is it, was there, was there, are there any discussions? Like, is there something no like, one, no. like when you're marketing like, yourself and you're like trying to get someone in Illinois or Michigan, like come visit the Gulf Coast, come to St. Pete's like, well, I certainly wouldn't want to go to Sarasota. Or, right. Well, or so Naples, see, right? Uh, now, you know? can I tell you the one time this backfired on us? Oh, when? Tell me. BP oil spill. Oh, true, true. Because all the news accounts said there's oil on the Gulf on the Gulf Coast, and uh, that I mean, every chamber of commerce in Florida had on their website, "We don't have any oil on our beaches," right? Because. Right. <laughs> So, One, people don't understand how big Florida is. And two, when you've got Pinellas County saying we're the Gulf Coast and you hear there's oil on all along the, the Gulf. Gulf Coast. Yeah. Right. So that just they basically they screwed yeah. everybody once by taking the name and then inadvertently yeah, yeah, screwed them again like from Pensacola. Yeah. Like, come on. I have man. a funny story about that. At the time, I was a motor oil salesman. And one of the products that we sold was Castrol motor oil, you know, like what you put in your car and they are owned by BP. And I was trying to sell a local Jaguar dealership uh, on the Castrol motor oil program for their Jaguars. And I had a Castrol rep with me and I walk in to meet the owner or the owner's son of this, of this Jag dealer. And their waiting area, that this nice glassed-in waiting area, way nicer than the little TV in the corner, like at the, the, the Lincoln dealer. And and there's a burning oil rig. It's been burning for like, you know, four or five days at this point. And, you know, they're pumping chemicals into it and trying to do whatever. And I hand over my business card, which just has my company name on it and a bunch of logos. And then the Castle rep hands over his business card, but his business card says BP on it. The guy looks at it and goes, and goes, I want to go to the beach, our beach house in Clearwater this weekend, but my wife gonna go because she thinks there's oil on the beach. Fix it. And he kicked us out. (laughs) So so, that's unfortunate. um, Yeah. um, We ended up getting the business a few months later, but you're right. The, the uh, news and the Gulf Coast. I mean, it confuses my family out in California. Uh, when my grandmother was living, she'd be like, oh, you're getting a hurricane. I'm like, no, it's sunny. And they're like, yeah, a hurricane's hitting you. You know, I was like, my, no, that's, my, you know. My family scared to call me and ask. Yeah, like right. they used to be really sweet and be like, there's yeah. a hurricane, are you okay? And I would get very irate. I would, yeah. I would launch into this tirade about how basically these storms are sponsored by Home Depot and your local weather station and look at a map and, um, and really they were just trying to be nice to me, but sometimes yeah. I don't handle that as well as I could so, anyway. So then when, but when you think of the cultural coast or the paradise coast, that's, to me, no, that's not a these thing. Are, cultural these coast are, is not a thing. These are too generic too. the paradise coast. There's probably a hundred of them. Uh, it's kind of like the gold coast. It's like, it doesn't say what is in Naples, you know, the paradise coast. I don't know. I, I mean, that's not that's not working. So what is in Naples? They need to. What's in Naples? Well, they have very nice beaches, and if you own a house on it, you can go to them. Um, but there's only about three places. No, I, I, I'm I'm misinformed, but it is hard to go to the beach in Naples um, because so, of beach permit parking, because of the number of areas that are that are closed off because it's all residential to the beach. 
Um, it's not the easiest place to go to the beach. It is a great place to go eat, uh, particularly if you like eating something that normally would cost you 10 and paying maybe 22 or $28 for a hamburger. Um, <laughs> really, really down on Naples. We're going to add them to the uh, list of places. It's that's a going beautiful to uh, place. We have visited Naples a few times in the last few years. Um, Collier Seminole State Park is down at the tip, kind of at the bottom of, of what would be Naples. It used to be yes. in the middle of nowhere, but now there's a Publix next door. Naples is going to reach it. But when my wife runs a half marathon down there, um, we stay at the state park and then we pull into Naples in our RV and we park right near um, the downtown area. It's actually very lovely. It's beautiful. Um, it's, it's really, you know, a very nice time to visit is in January when it's still like pleasant weather and then maybe a little cooler up in the, you know, Northern part of the state. Um, but Naples has a have and have not issue in an interesting way because there's so much money has retired down there. Um, so. Well, I mean, it was it was um, settled by a man named Baron Collier, Baron, right, right there. I mean, Baron. Uh, yes. So when I think of Naples, who owned like uh, the entire county? Oh yeah, Collier I mean, he county, he right? yeah. he yeah, it's all Collier County. Um, when I think of Naples, all I remember was my grandmother used to get really mad instead of saying "go to hell," she'd say "Avanopoli," like "go to <laughs> Naples," and it was her Italian swear word. So when I uh. think about Naples. Oh, that's yeah, that's like so it punishment. has kind of okay. like it was like Naples was hell. Of course, that was Naples in Italy. But I think of that. And the other thing I think of with Naples, because we always go US 41 across the state when we go to the Keys, mm-hmm. you know, and um, we stay at Collier Seminole State Park, too. It's a nice little stopover um, for years. There was a sign in front of this patch of swamp. It was a real estate sign. And Barry and I used to joke that someone literally had some swamp land to sell. And a couple of years ago, he goes, you know, I think that sign has to be a joke. Like who would buy a swamp in Florida anymore? And of course we went there last year and that's where the Publix is now. Yeah. It's interesting so because my there, there, there are areas that were platted uh, down there for neighborhoods that they eventually were like, okay, we're not going to put a neighborhood here, but the roads and the lamp posts and stuff are out there. Um, but they've, you know, they've had to kind of make choices as to, you know, which areas they're going to develop and, and which areas they aren't. Um, and so they made a few sacrifices, but it's, uh, the area is growing tremendously. Marco Island is interesting because you have the front side, the beach, the condos, the houses. On the back side, you've got Goodland, which is about one of your most backwater towns. Uh, you know, it's not every like city, but it's backwater. Um so there's there's interesting stuff. I, I I just Naples is a is a place that's that um you know it's 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 richer than you than you would expect when you get down there. Um moving north to a more secluded part of Florida, we have what is it, the nature coast and the we Forgotten just skipped coast. over you just skipped over um, oh, I skipped over Suncoast, well, right? St. Pete. Clearwater. Well, you also skipped yeah. over what they call the Lee Island Coast, which yeah. I, that's 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 Lee County. Lee but County, I got I got yeah. yeah I don't yeah. know I don't know why it doesn't have a better name because that's Fort Myers, Fort Myers yeah. Beach. I get that. You know, it's it's whatever. But that's where Sanibel is. That's where Captiva, and that's where my favorite island in Florida is, Mount Lachey. 
which I said that to somebody once and they said, who's Matt Lachey? And I'm like, no, that's, that's the name of a a city, a town. The Lee Island coast. When I saw that, I was like, that's interesting because Lee Island almost has a nautical sound to it. Right. Right. Leeward Island. Leeward Island. I'm like, Oh, what is that? And they're like, Oh, Robert E. Lee. Right. Um, I assume, I don't know. Um, when you, when Uh, you, so I don't know. Does anybody really call it the Lee Island Coast? I, I don't think. I didn't so. know what it was. Yeah, I, I didn't I know. I didn't know yeah. what it was, but it's it's some of the um, um, it's some of the nicest. What I like, uh, Sanibel is nice. Everybody loves Sanibel Captiva. The Mat Lachey. It's actually five. It's a tiny island with five separate names, and it is one of these islands that it's between. It's a barrier island, but there are barrier islands west of it. So um, it, it's um, in the past, and it's completely surrounded by mangroves for the most part. It's no beaches. Mm. And it can't take mangroves down of no interest to developers. So there are bed and breakfasts. There are, I think, there's two campgrounds. One is private. One is a KOA. And I think there's maybe... Boat? No, no, no. You go over, you, you go over Causeway. Yeah, you can drive to it. Um, but it's, it's super cool. It is it's also um, my fiction series that I've been working on for years now um, is based on a fictionalized version of this town. My mermaids, okay. mermaids key. Yeah, because it's just, it's an interesting I always thought place. mermaids key was Gulfport. Uh, no, 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 no. This is, this is, I've got a whole world built here with mermaids key. Um, but I think uh, it's interesting. Lee, Lee County is named after Robert E. Lee. Of course it is. Um, I don't think that there's uh, any, anybody itching to, to rename it. Um, that's that I have not heard that discussion. It's, it's, um, you know, if we started renaming all the Florida counties that are named <laughs> after hateful assholes, um, we wouldn't, we wouldn't know where we were. <laughs> I mean, we got a Jackson County, we got a Lee County, um, Hernando de Soto, not a fantastic guy to the locals yeah. when he showed up. So that would be two counties we had two to, counties there. Yeah. Um, you know, Napoleon Bonaparte Broward, not a great guy. So that would be Broward County. I mean, we could do this all day and yeah. maybe in another part. Maybe that'll be a good episode. <laughs> so April unintentionally skipping... <laughs> Going up to the Sun Coast, which we already talked about, and then north yeah. of the Sun Coast is the Nature Coast. Nature Coast. And you notice Watch what's out. interesting about the Nature Coast. You know what you stop seeing in this area of the Gulf Coast. You stop seeing beaches so much. Right. Not so much sand up there. I love oh. the Nature Coast. I think it's yeah, beautiful. it's really nice. It's, you know, you have like these little towns. We've camped up at uh, Chassahowitzka. Yes, a state a- park, but as a campground that really could be like a state park. And the neighborhood around there, I mean, it's like these little cinder block homes on these little canals. And I mean, it is like, you know, don't tell me you can't afford waterfront property in Florida because you could probably go there and sing for a lot. I'm still up there. It's it's, um, it's some of the it's some of the prettiest kayaking in Florida. Yeah, it's gorgeous. The water is beautiful, there's springs, it's interesting. And it's not overly developed. There's like a Best Western and a lot of little mom and pop type places. Um, there's, what is that little town out there? Ozona? Ozona's, in, in, it's, Ozona's by the Gulf Coast. 
It's is it? Old Ozona is just north of Dunedin. There's another. You might weird be. Are you thinking of Arapika? No. Oh, I'll find it while we're talking. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just a. There's just a lot of little like roads that head out into the these little rivers that come back, and there's a lot of sawgrass, and it's just a just a really unusual uh, unusual place. And, this and also I would includes, say, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I mean, and we're leaving out. There's there's Wikiwachi Springs is there. Yeah, Homosassa Springs River. is there. Yeah. Crystal River. I mean, Crystal River is an incredible place to visit and it, it, yeah. it it's got um it is one of the only places as we mentioned on a former podcast where it is legal to touch a manatee if it's for education so this is where you can get on a boat with five other people and they will take you out and let you get in the water with these manatee um which i think is going to go wrong at some point but did you know john while we're on the subject manatee have nipples in their armpits that's where they are i did not know this i did not know this now I think it's interesting that a a manatee has an armpit, being as manatees don't really have arms. Okay, so Um, they have them in their flipper pit. So so they have them in their flipper pit. That's good. We should have like a little sound effect we play, like the more you know when when we drop mad knowledge. Yeah, yeah, that would, you know. We would get Ozello. Ozello is the town I'm talking about. Oh, okay, have you ever yeah. been out there? Oh uh, man, there's like a sign, a... and it says Ozello out this road, and this road comes off of 98. When you're on 98, you think, okay, I'm on the coast. I'm coming at the end. No, this road goes like 15 miles out into like the nothing, and Ozello is out there, and there's like a cafe and a bunch of ramshackle houses, and it's just a, it's a very interesting place. I, I highly recommend accidentally turning down and going and seeing Ozello sometimes. They have a civic association that does a chili cook-off every February and every fall they have a fine arts show. Wow. And it so, is, um, this is a place that will not get overbuilt because it is just... Oh, don't, don't, don't throw that out there in the universe like that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I just ruined it. Sorry, Ozello. You're on the map. Now, I'm going to go out there this weekend and there's going to be tons of people. It's going to be what awful. about so? What does Cedar Key fall into? Is that the oh Cedar nature Key coast or is that no? Because that's a different. That's I like, think that's the Big that's Bend like, coast. That's like the forgotten. No, that's the Big Bend. Yeah, Cedar no, it's Key. not. It's not. It's not. Uh, no. Cedar Key is part of the Nature Coast. Okay. Um, right. Because the Nature Coast. Uh, see, this is where we get into some really jerky moves. The Nature Coast. If you look at the map, goes from uh, basically Pasco County, just north of Pinellas, all the way over to like Wakulla County. And it's like- I think there's some overlap come on, between, man. What, yeah, between so, the Big Bend is kind of a, a, a broad term that I don't necessarily think was designed to get people to come there. It's kind of like it's over there. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it's because everybody called it Big Bend because it's the Big Bend in Florida's geography. Florida, it has yeah. the most, uh, it has what was at one time the most contaminated body of water in florida um big bend yeah it was uh oh the fen holloway river okay which was uh basically there was a paper mill because there's a lot of forest up there right right, right. and they would dump all their stuff there and if you if you were to go to the paper mills website a few years ago they blamed it on contamination from the trees it was Mm -hmm. hysterical sad and hysterical 
I remember, I remember in grad school, uh, again, graduate degree in Florida studies. This isn't something you do when you get an MBA. Uh, we did a trip up to Tallahassee. It was like an overnight trip. And uh, Professor Chris Mindel, when we got to the Fen Holloway River and we're uh, driving by it, he actually made us all get out of the van and smell it so he could I drive home it. the point. <laughs> no, no, no. I am. Um, that was when I was working on my my first book. I um, had put in the first draft that it was so contaminated you could dump a body in it. And my editor's like, is this true? You know, we can't put this in there if it's not true because people will think, you know, it's Florida. They'll actually go dump a you, body. You could dump a body in it because it was allowed or you could like, dump a body like, in because, it because it would like, it would like no, eat because it. It would like the type of waste, what they were allowing and what the state was allowing. Oh, okay. So, it was, so I really yeah. wanted the hyperbole in the book. So I actually called the Pinellas County medical examiner and I left a message. And uh, they, you know, that's what every murderer says. I, I, di- I don't have a body yeah. to dump. I'm writing a book. And, you know, Florida woman said, calls, <laughs> calls Department of Environmental Protection to ask if uh, the burying her husband in her yard will contaminate her well. <laughs> so he called me back and they were very concerned. Not that I had actually killed somebody and had a body to get rid of, but they're like, well, it doesn't matter because there are laws about once you once you once once you have somebody embalmed, you can't just put them anywhere. I said, well, okay, but what if they weren't embalmed yet? What if you know somebody? I mean, I just want to know if that type of waste is allowed there. And I I think the medical I'm, I'm, there's a file on me somewhere at the sheriff's office. I think at this point, someone's watching me. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, well, there are a lot of reasons why there's a <laughs> file on you. You know. It, so, like, they probably True listen. Enough. They listen to this podcast, and they go, "Okay, we're she's she's still legal. We're just keeping an eye." You know, not every person check. of interest ends up being a criminal. Um, but but that, uh, that's my that's my big Ben Post story. Is um, never yeah. did get a good answer. Had to take it out of the book. You know, I love um, one of the things I love about Cedar Key. I'm, I'm transitioning through Cedar Key. And then over to the big bend is Cedar Key um, has a restaurant there. Wow, you know, it's it's the one Tony's. Of the Tony's, right? Tony's and Cedar Key. Tony is a guy who habitually goes up and wins the New England clam chowder contests um, with the Cedar in, Key clams. With the Cedar Key clams, and and you can actually buy it in the store. And it's pretty good, even the even the canned version in the store. But yeah. Cedar Key, Key clams uh, and clam chowder uh, are delicious. I don't know how the clamming industry is doing right now, but there's there's a great collection of restaurants. Cedar Key is one of those places that's you know really developed for tourism, but not in a way that um, uh, makes you not want to. You know, go there it's it's not uh yeah. overly cheesy it's got a bunch it's, of it's, cute quaint it's, little you know museums that cost a buck to get into or whatever and, you know we so. should do a whole podcast on cedar key because i have some i can't some believe interesting we have it. it's, it's well we haven't been happen. doing this for years and years we're still yeah. brand new really yeah. um so what but, comes after all these coasts what's the next post one of my favorite places um that i have not visited nearly enough is um Apalachicola. Ah, yay. Yes. And what coast is that? Uh, That is the forgotten coast, right? 
Yeah, but I never forget it. Who yeah, forgets but, it? Well, people up north forget it, I think, is, is the deal. Oh, well, who needs so, them? So they're like, don't forget us. But I think there's a little bit of brilliance in the name of the Forgotten Coast because, you know, it's kind of like, well, I want to go to Florida, but I don't want to see all these people, you know? So you go, oh, well, then I should go to the Forgotten Coast because nobody else, you know, will be going there, right? Yeah. So it's, well, it's kind of, a, I like it. I well, like it. So, again, this is one of those areas that um, before Airbnb, weren't a lot of choices to stay. There's the Gibson Inn in downtown Apalachicola. Yeah. Um, there's a chocolate company there um, right in downtown. It's the only one. And they make a dark chocolate Tupelo honey chocolate. Mm-hmm. And it's so good. Um, so, I mean, there's that. We don't have any oysters from there right now, but it used to be one of my favorite things to do. Go to Apalachicola and I just go yeah. to different oyster bars and eat. I, I apparently have no bottom to my stomach when it comes to seafood. Like just not I, I, I know I know we're, we're we're getting low on time, but I have yeah. to tell you the greatest meal I ever had in my life was had in Apalachicola, and it was a, a it was a humanities council gathering that uh, my wife Monica had arranged, and we took a bus, we loaded up all the the guests on the bus, and like Mark Durand, who was a professor and dean at USF, was there, Bob Dardan. Uh, the late Bob wow. Dan, who is a journalism professor, was with us. There was a handful of just interesting characters on this trip. And we took a bus out to the 13-mile oyster-like docks, right, where the, where the boats come in and where they actually had, like, a little facility where the, the, they, they put, had this, like, machine that you stick the oyster in and it chips the end off and they package the oysters you know, in, in the containers that they go off to, to the restaurants and, you know, get loaded on planes and fly off. It would all happen right there on the docks. And we ate oysters. They had a raw bar. They had, they had Rockefeller. They had Chipotle. They had, they had like about five different cooked versions. They had raw, they had corn. They had all this amazing food and like a cooler of like, you know, just cheap light beer and it was just we stood there like just eating and most of the guests were older and they were kind of like i don't want raw oysters i want these other ones and so me and mark duran bob dardan and a few other people stood there and ate raw oysters really as fast as we could and and bob dardan had like a tear in his eye he's from new he was from louisiana and he had like a tear in his eye just going, this, I, this is incredible. And the weather was perfect. It was, it's a, it's a beautiful place to visit. Um, and you can go there in the summer, uh, even, and it's not too hot. So love it. Cool story. Almost as much as Naples. <laughs> um, more than Naples. Now, Apalachicola, you know, uh, again, I, we have to keep going, but there's so much right. to say about it. Um, forgot, not forgotten on this podcast. Never. Yeah, and we'll have to do a podcast episode on it. This is good. Yeah. So next up, we got to be nearing we, the end here. We're running we out have of to be. It's the Emerald Coast, right? Is that the next yeah. one? Yes. I, so I think it's Emerald because of the water. The water out uh, there is okay. Okay. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. That'll work. Yeah. Um, That's a good. It, so we're talking about basically the state line, the Alabama state line over to what? Uh, 
not Franklin County, but you know, it's, it's the end of the panhandle. It's the, it's the yeah. Western yeah. end of the panhandle. Yeah. My favorite place to stay, St. George Island State Park. Ah, very nice. It is, uh, you're across the street from the beach, but it's a small, I mean, the park is on the beach, but it's a little road, but you, your campsite is, all the campsites are in between sand dunes. And um, then there's a, there's a pine forest that you can walk, you can either go out the traffic entrance of the campsite and go over to the beach. Um, or you can walk, if you want to do a hike, you can do like a mile, maybe not bad through the forest, the pine forest, longleaf pines. And, uh, it's just incredible. It's beautiful. Um, we were up there and we were on the beach when I was probably 10 years ago. And I turned to Barry and I said, can we move up here? And he says, it's going to be too cold for you in the winter. You'll, you'll never be able yeah. to handle it in the winter. Um, cause it does, it does. And we were up there, we spent new year's Eve up there and, uh, we, we had a fire and I was chilly. Yeah. I had a blanket on. It was great. So, you know, it's funny when I was in school in Tallahassee, um, you know, spring break, you know, for colleges starts, you know, in March and it kind of, you know, runs through April, depending upon which school you go to. And I used to die laughing because, you know, you'd have these schools up in the Midwest that would have their spring break and these kids would come down to Panama city, you know, second oh. week of March. And, and we had, we'd like to go over on the weekends and just, you know, gawk at the, the Northern college kids. Um, Going in the water in March. Yeah. And it'd be freezing cold. I mean, it'd be like in the fifties, you know, and they're on spring break. And I'd be like, you know, you know, people in Florida know uh, if you're going to do spring break in March, you know, you got to go a little further South. They do get yeah. some nice seasons up there uh, in that area. And there's so many interesting towns along there that we could do a show on Steenhatchee, um uh there's uh what is the shell point was a place that we used to drive to when i was in school from tallahassee that had a little bar that had live music it's just there's all these little backwater and to call them they have beaches because some people are looking for a place to go to the beach but they're just like pieces of sand that stop in like a totally it's like a lake edge it's like there's not only no surf it's like barely even lapping uh, no, it's of, flat water. You know, it's just beautiful flat, flat water. water. Yeah. Now, you know, of course, the other name for the Emerald Coast, it's a little more derisive um, that I don't like to use. Uh, but if yes. Yes. L.A. Oh, no, oh. I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking the Redneck Riviera. Well, the Redneck um, Riviera, that's actually, there's a book about it called the Redneck yeah. Riviera. It's the same thing because <laughs> L.A. stands lower for Lower Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. Yes. Um, and of course, uh, we can't leave with a negative so i think when we end the podcast today we talk about one of the best places along the emerald coast and that would be the floribama bar okay never been <gasps> i know I'm you don't you don't have to go there to get a drink you go there to get royal reds they have the interstate mullet toss every spring uh, you know what let's do a podcast on the floribama bar but yeah we are this is our longest podcast ever. There's like two people listening yeah. to us now. If you're still listening, email yeah. us, floridaspectacular at gmail.com. Uh, so, oh, wait, that's you not an email address. <laughs> that's not an email address. The email address is Kathy at floridaspectacular.com. Sorry. Use, give them a secret word. If they use that word, we'll give them a prize. Um, hey, look, if you email, if you email me and say that um, Kathy at floridaspectacular.com, and tell me you made it this far in the podcast. I will send you a copy of my book for free. Ooh, there you go. A real prize. Yeah. 
It is a real prize. Uh, that uh, that email address is in the show notes. But uh, no, this was fun. This was fun. It was like a little tour of Florida, and well, I and it's kind of giving us some ideas of other yeah. you know, places. So um, this podcast was really just research. Yeah, really. Yeah, it's like awesome. this is how the sausage is made, and it's made me think. You know, like I went to high school up in Live Oak, and Swanee River uh, comes out over there. We could do more on that area. That really, that whole area is is kind of unknown. It's a great day trip for people who live in Florida or a weekend. Um, and, and yeah, people will be excited to see you. Well, it's, it's, there's so much to see on each of the coasts, maybe not Naples, but the other. All <laughs> <laughs> right. I think oh, uh, Naples. I we'll, we'll do a We're show so on bad. Naples. We'll do a good show on Naples one day. Can we call it a monopoly? Can we do that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, this was fun as usual. If you're still listening, thank you. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we clearly did today. Um, everything, well, not everything, the high points we mentioned will be in the show notes. And uh, you can always look there for more information, more ways to explore Florida. And we want to remind you that if you have a question about Florida, if there's something you want to know, you can email us, uh, email me, Kathy, at floridaspectacular.com and uh, be happy, happy, happy to answer your questions, give you travel advice, um, anything. And then everybody who listens benefits. Indeed. Yeah, we would answer those questions on the air, on probably the air. as well as in the email in case they don't come back and listen to a second episode. Yeah, you got to be a little more positive about this, job. <laughs> All right, uh, folks, thank you for listening. Uh, we will be back uh, same bat time, same bat channel, which is, of course, wherever you get your podcasts and the bat time is whatever hell time you listen. Uh, I've been one of your hosts, Kathy. And I we stopped get, listening. <laughs> we got to get better at this. And of course, uh, Kathy Celestri and the other host is... Uh, John Kyle. Thank you, John. Yeah, you're welcome. We'll see you next time on the Florida Spectacular.